This is Wide Margins, episode 23, Knowing Who's in Charge. And I'm real excited about this episode because I got my friend Scott Newton with me. He's agreed to come on and talk about some of his experiences. And Scott, you and I have uh, a lot of things in common. Uh, we're both dealing with, um, I guess, what some people would call disabilities, but um, I kind of look at it as just living life differently. And uh, I wanted to share something with you before we get into your story. Something, I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast or not, but it was some of the best advice that was given to me after I was uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And that was um, an older man came up to me and uh, I told the church, you know, what was going on with me. And he said, you know, I learned a long time ago that there's more than one way to live this life. And he had, he's dealt with several physical problems. And he just, he was talking about the way that he adjusted is, well, you know, there's what people call normal. That's one way of living life. But you don't have to, just because a majority of people live it that way, that doesn't mean you have to live it that way. And that stuck with me. And we don't have the same condition, but we deal with, uh, would it be accurate to say we both have neurological issues we have to deal with? Yes, sir, that would be And we have to... We don't live it the way most people live it, right. but I don't really like to call it a disability. Right. I don't. I don't like the label either. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, all anybody knows about you so far, except your friends and family, who I'm sure are listening, is your name. So, I thought yes. maybe we could get started with you uh, telling your story and about okay. what happened several years ago. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm here with Drew today, and I'll tell you about my story. On April the 8th, 2016, I woke up on a Friday morning like any other day, 3 o'clock in the morning, got ready, went to work, got off work, and I come home, and Amber said, Scott, you know we're going to have family pictures the next day. Why don't we go get our hair cut? So she packs up in the car and takes off, and I hop on the motorcycle because it's a beautiful day. think, hey, I'm going to ride over and get my hair cut. But it was a Friday afternoon, you know, everybody's getting off work and ready to go home, and the individual pulled up to a stop sign and didn't see me and pulled out and actually run over the side of the motorcycle with me on it. And when she, I mean, when the individual did, it uh, gave me six fractures in my skull. And the way they explained it to me is you take an egg, you got Mm -hmm. a solid yolk inside the egg. You shake it real hard, and that's basically what my brain did. Oh. It bounced from one side to the other. Mm. And, and it gave me the symptoms of a stroke on my left-hand side of my body. Yeah, You were unconscious for how uh, long? Uh, let's see. It'd be 14 days total. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you said, I didn't know that you were on your way to get a haircut. Yes. And what's funny is I remember going to the hospital to see you during that 14-day time period. I went... A few times. Yes. And uh, I, one of the things, you remember these little details. One of the things I remember is how long your hair was. Yes. And I, I thought, Scott usually didn't wear his hair that long. Oh, and yes. I didn't know you were on your way to get a haircut. Yes. So that, that's interesting. Um, so you were, would you say that was a coma? And yes, sir. They uh, it put me in a state of a coma. Yes, sir. And uh, what, you had other injuries. The head injury yes, was sir. the most severe, Main, right? Yes, sir. 
and then it, it crushed my left hand. They had to do surgery, a couple of surgeries, two surgeries, I'm sorry. Didn't mean mm-hmm. a couple. They had to do two surgeries on my left hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had crushed the, the my ring finger and my pinky finger on my left hand. It crushed the bones and the muscles and the nerves to control it. So yeah. even to this day, I have so little, you know. So it was mostly the head. Yes, sir. And then the hand injury was pretty minor compared minor to compared to, the to what happened yeah yes and that's what I, i've told a lot of people you know as we grow up as kids and i know you've heard it you know from your mother yeah. and your father boy don't do that you're gonna give yourself a brain injury mm-hmm. you know and i thought my whole life i thought what is a brain injury you know yeah really but you didn't really want to get the no, answer this way not, no yeah. sir yeah as so the date is interesting because um my diagnosis with Parkinson's disease was basically January 2016. Yes. So I'd just been diagnosed, and then I hear you go through this. So we kind of have some camaraderie in this because we've been going through this, trying to figure this out together. You know how to yes. how to you know be there for our families and recover and yes. do our therapy and adjust and so how uh, go ahead what I was going to say is you know even though this accident has threw me for a loop it has gave me the best opportunity of my life mm-hmm. because it has allowed me to meet the people that I go to church with and become a true family with the people I go to church with and then yeah. a, one year after my wreck the following year, I walked up that Sunday and got baptized by Drew. And the reason I did that is not so I could tell the granddaughters, because I love my granddaughters. Everybody that knows me mm-hmm. knows that my girls are it. Yeah. So I wanted to be able to tell them, you know, this is not the day your grandfather had a wreck. This is the day your grandfather got saved. You know, this is yeah. the day your grandfather went home, you know. Yeah, so you, you kind of answered the question I was going to ask, but there may be more to it than this. I wanted to ask, you know, positive or negative, in what ways has your life changed since the accident in 2016? And you can you can talk yes. about it physically or um, emotionally, spiritually, just in general. Yes. I'll start out with the physical aspect of it. Having a brain injury, it really feels like that I woke up and was put in a different body. I feel yeah. like this body doesn't belong to me, but I know it's mine, and I'm going to own it, and I'm going to be happy that I have it. I'm here with everybody. Sorry. That's all right. It's thought on you. Yeah, that's okay. I, I got something about that, yes. the body thing. Yes. Um, For me, it feels like, the left side of my body is not mine. Yes. You know? Uh, is that not so weird? It's, it's weird. And um, I, I work with this coach uh, doing physical therapy and boxing and things like that. I want to have him on the podcast one time. And uh, I told him, I was joking one time, uh, he was talking about, you know, finding some inspiration or whatever. I said, well, the left side of my body wants to be like the right side of my body. And the right side of my body wants to be more like you. So yes. I got, you know, different... It's almost like you compart... I don't know if it's this way with you because yes. you have stroke symptoms, so it may be similar. Right. But um, 
you know, I got like two two bodies here kind of that I'm working with. Right. One that's just like it always has been, and the other side that just won't cooperate. Right. And just, I, I can relate to what you said. Every chance you get, yeah. every chance he gets, it's going to show out on you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as far as the uh, the changing of my life, it has slowed me down and gave me the chance to not live in my past, you know, not dwell on my mistakes, not dwell on who I was and become who I am, you know, who I'm meant to be. And the one, the biggest question, and Drew, I stumbled on this a lot, mm-hmm. was I would, when I would close my eyes at night, I would ask him, why me, you know? Mm-hmm. Why, why did you save me, you know? Mm-hmm. What made me so special? But now I realize that I'm so thankful and so blessed to be here. Yeah. And all I can do is, you know, be better than the person I am today, tomorrow. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the one thing I've taken away from this is, you know, I might not be who I want to be, but I will be better than the person I am today. Yeah. Come tomorrow. There's a lot, a lot of things that are more important than having a body that'll do what you tell it to do yes. the way that you tell it to do it. Yes. Um, and and it's taken, I, I, I know you're the same way, I have to remind my myself of that, but uh, I know that it's true. Uh, and it's almost an advantage in ways to go through something like this because you're forced to grapple with what is really important. Right. Right? Yes. Um, you get your mind off of yourself, Yes. your um, physical shell that is going to run out someday anyway, Right. whether you have an accident or a disease or whatever. Yes, sir. We're all going to have an accident or a disease one day. Yes. Um, you and I just got to learn that lesson a little earlier. Yes, sir. Which is a way to, to put things in perspective. Um, so, uh, any, any other change, like, in terms of your, I didn't, I know you better now than I knew you before the accident. Yes. I don't think I knew you very well at all, you know, before right. that. I knew, I knew we about were, you, we were, you know. Yeah, smiling Hey, Scott, how's it going? Passing, yes. Um, that was about it. Right. Um, so, before the accident, were you... Were you a, a negative person, a positive person? Um, I was a. I would be honest and say I was a negative person. So you I think you're more positive? Yes, now? sir. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize what I had in life. The family I had. The, you know, David and Vicky. David yeah. has been one of my best friends. You know, these are your in-laws. Yes, sir. Since yeah. my in-laws. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm really amazed at how blessed I am to have in-laws like David and Vicky, you know. Yeah. And realize the church family I have and the friends I have, you know, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, and one thing that you do that I really appreciate is on Facebook, just about every day, maybe several times a day, yes. you post just some great little messages, just... Uh, you know, inspirational, I guess what I'd call them, uh, just to keep people going out there. Yes. And they touch um, so many lives, probably more than you realize. There are a lot of days when I pull that up and 
and and I see your Facebook post and it's just what I needed, you know, on that day. And if you're listening, you had a friend Scott Newton on Facebook. He probably doesn't mind. Uh, you get those. Uh, they're they're great. And Scott doesn't. I don't know. Is that kind of therapeutic for you to yes, post that? Or you? That's what uh, I was. Yes, that is very therapeutic. I post. You know. I get up and I study and I think about the problems in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like most people. I get stuck in my head, you know. Yeah. And when I'm stuck in my head, I want to conquer the world's problems. Yeah. You know, and I really, I reach down inside my heart and put out there what I'm feeling in my heart for that mm-hmm. day. But the main reason I do that is, yes, for, for my, I mean, inspiration for everybody else. But I need inspiration for myself so I can hold on to that. Yeah. Because since my brain injury, I'm here one second, gone the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, Scott, <clears throat> the best compliment anybody can give me about my preaching is to say uh, that sounded like that was for me. That you, yes. it sounded like you were preaching right to me. Or have you been reading my mail? Or you know, and the sermons that do that are the ones that I've been preaching to myself. So the truest messages or sermons or lessons are the ones that you develop for your own benefit because we're really not all that different from each other. Right. You know, and so because you're doing that to try to get yourself out of your head or whatever, you're touching a lot of lives because you're just being real, being honest. And now maybe you've done this before, but I've never detected a tone of self-pity in those messages. Which really impresses me. I'm not saying that you never fall into that, but I never see that on your public messages. You seem to avoid that right. pretty well. I try to, I try to stay, and that's the one thing I've learned about this recovery. Yes, I can nitpick and say all these things are horrible and bad, but you know, at the end of the day, hey, I'm looking down at the grass instead of up at the roots. So yeah, call that a win in my book. Yeah, that's you right. Know? Yeah. Uh, how do you we talked a little bit about this before I turned the mic on how do you how do you stay out of that self-pity I mean it was one of the things I I remember the day I was driving home from the doctor's office um, I didn't know it was going to be that momentous a day and I went by myself and uh, got got some pretty bad news and uh Anyway, I was coming home and I, I just kind of made a contract with myself that I wasn't going to give in to self-pity. Yes. But saying that and doing it are two different things, right? Yes, it's totally two different things. I was saying, Drew, is, you know, we have to... And I listened to some of your podcasts, or one of your podcasts about when you talked about when you first were diagnosed with Parkinson's. Yeah. And... That's the thing is, we. I know you're like me. You don't want anybody in the world to pity you. Mm-hmm. You just want them to understand, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the thing is, yes, me and you, we, we battle depression. We battle self-pity. But we have to own it. You know, we can't totally ignore it. Because yeah, that's, that, that's the times that it reaches up and gets me when I pay it no attention. Mm-hmm. I have to say, yes, there's part of me that wants to be. Oh, poor pitiful me. But yeah. I know that I'm so much better than that. Yeah. Let's explore that a little yes, bit sir. because I think you're on to something that um, can really help. Uh, okay. So there's one way. There's a denial. 
You can just like try to avoid self. Well, let me back up. You can just totally give in to self pity. Yes. You, know, you can say, "Oh, woe is me! Every, the whole world's against me!" Wah wah wah, right. and be a miserable person. Or you can say, and this is what I think I was doing in the yes. beginning. I'm not. I'm going to be bigger than that. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I'm never going to pity myself. I'm never going to get down. But then that's a denial, right? That's right. You can't. You can't really do that. Yes. And what you're saying is, allow yourself to be human. Own that you are weak, and can get depressed and go yes. have bad days, and don't be hard on yourself. But also have, I think what you're saying is, have an overall plan not to live down in the, the mud down there in the pity and the depression. Yes. And um, uh, am, I, am I reading you right? That, yes, That sir. seems you're to be a better way to spot deal on, with buddy. it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I had to wake up every morning. And as soon as my feet hit the floor, I call that a win. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so what, I have a bad day. Mm-hmm. You know, I got 365 more days that year, so to speak. Yeah, that's right. Or, or, sorry, 364, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you know. That's right. Um, sometimes it is just getting through the day. Yes, sir. And you can get to the end of the day and be thankful you made it through that, and, and that's a win. The small victories really add up to to big things. I will tell you one more thing that I've tried to to make it a habit of is when I lay down at night, mm-hmm. you know, I, I pray like everybody else does and always I'm sure to be thankful for something and every day I'm thankful for something different. Yeah. You know, so that way at the end of the month I'm thankful for the running hot water I have, you know, uh-huh. the salt pillow I lay my head on at night, you know. Yeah. It's not only am I thankful for this life and the wonderful family I have and mm-hmm. friends I have, have, you know, and the granddaughters, you know, but I'm thankful for the little things in life yeah. that we're lucky for. Because you we're challenge lucky. yourself to come yes. up with something different yes. each time. That yes. makes you really look. It puts your life in perspective. Yeah, not take so yes. much for granted Yes, like we do. Um, we, we were talking about depression a little bit. Um, do you? What do your doctors say? Do you do you deal with uh, depression because of just circumstances, or is it a part of the the brain injury, or both? It's, what do you think? It's a little of both, Drew. Yeah, it's a uh, part to do with the brain injury, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, the good Lord gives us free will, mm-hmm. but yeah. He also He gives us the choice. Of either making this a good day or a bad day, mm-hmm. and we got to take the good day and run with it. Yeah, you know, and that that cloud may follow you around. Yes, but it doesn't have. You don't have to identify with it. It does. You yeah. don't. You don't have to let it own you. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I've almost started looking at sometimes the Parkinson's or sometimes the depression in the third person. Like you right. know, it's just somebody I'm fighting with. You yes. know and uh, I, I, I work really hard not to make it me, you know, because it, it really yes. isn't. It's chemical imbalance. It's um, a neurological symptom. It's not yes. really a true sign of what's going on in my life or 
you know, what God has declared about me. Um, when I go to His Word and I read what He has said about me and about Himself, yes. well, that's the truest thing that I can think, and my emotions often betray. You, you really can't trust your feelings, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you, you really can't. Um, so what advice could you give to somebody... Now, this, this could cover all kinds of territory. Maybe they got diagnosed or they had an accident. Maybe they're facing chronic illness, terminal illness. Right. Maybe they lost a loved one. Maybe life yeah. just stinks. Uh, maybe they're going through a spiritual crisis. Is there any kind of general principle that you could give to somebody that you've learned through your experience? The general advice I can give... Mm-hmm. It's like I've said before, we have two choices in this life. We get up every day, the sun's going to come up, sun's going to go down. You know, we got two choices. We can be happy or sad. The rest of that is in his hands. Yeah. We're along for the ride, you know. Yeah. So it's knowing who's in control. Yes, sir. It's really what it's all about, right? Right. I mean... You got to step back and say, hey, it's in your hands. Yeah. And... um. We both said we don't like this term, but a physical disability is an opportunity to learn that in a in a very real way. You can't control your body, right. so you it's there's there's this just tangible reminder that you're not in control. Yes, which turns you from self ambition and pride to faith, which what faith is is just. You know, not understanding, but going, following the steps of Christ anyway. Right. And um, that's when you, you, you're able to turn things over. Maybe um, problems in life, tests, physical dis- disabilities, losses are there to discipline us to learn to just turn, turn it over to Him. Because we yes. really aren't strong enough. We're only, Even when we think we are, yes. we're not strong enough to control our lives. Yes, that's very true. But Drew, as far as disabled, we're only as disabled as we believe we are. Yeah. You know. That's the truth. I mean, I can do a lot of things now that I couldn't do before I had Parkinson's. Right. And, you know, I, I think you could say the same thing. Yes. That you're more powerful in many ways right. now than you were before your accident. Yeah. And getting stronger all the time, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I appreciate you coming and sharing all this stuff. And uh, Go ahead. You. Uh, one more thing about my accident. Yeah. You know, when I woke up from my coma, they had to reteach me how to talk, had to teach me how to walk again. So I got to experience all these things for a second time in life. Yeah. And I get to hold on to them now and remember, yeah. you know. Because when you were a baby, you didn't remember right. going through all that. Right. But <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm very blessed to have my mother, to have Amber. You know, Amber and Julie, like I said, are yeah. our best two teammates. We, you oh, know, man. You cannot, cannot, I cannot describe how lucky we are to have them on our teams. That's the truth. Yes. Some people don't have that. Right. And I've seen people go through stuff by themselves and... 
um, they it take it requires a lot of strength. Yes, it and, does. Uh, our spouses have to have a lot of strength right, you because know? they go through the same thing we do. Yeah. even though they're not physically going through it, they are there with us. And I think it's and this cliche, but I think it's harder on them sometimes. Yes, it than, is than on the people they're trying to support because uh, they feel like they got so much on their shoulders. Uh, so yeah, we both have. There's another thing we have in common, right? Good support group, and we can't take that for granted. Um, I really appreciate you doing this. Yes. And I hope you know. Anytime you have something to share, I want you to come on the podcast and and do it because I just really appreciate your perspective on life. And you may have something in the future. And all you got to do is call me up and say, "Hey, how about us sit down and talk about this?" And I think it'd be great because. I'm planning on doing this for a while, so hey, a lot Drew, of episodes I want you in to the know, future. Thank you. I'm so I'm so happy you invited me here today, and I just want everybody to know, you know, we can't go back and change the past. It's like me and Drew have talked about before. There's no magic reset button. Yeah. But what we can do is be better than the person we are today. Yeah. Tomorrow. That's a great note to end on. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate you, brother. You're welcome, buddy. All right.